We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Don't let us win a championship. Now back to Steiny and Guru. Take it away, Steiny. That was a long time ago. Matt Simon, John Dickinson with you. Dallas Guru Johnson will be back on Monday when you can give him all the grief you want about eh, taking a day. We like to have fun with Guru. 888-957-9570 is the number. Real bad effort last night by the Warriors. 34-33 and now. And... um, I'm just kind of wondering how many people out there still believe, but more than believe, you know, still really have faith that this team is going to make a run and and win it all. And it, it seems crazy to say that. Here's the one guy we haven't talked about today, but I thought uh, I thought it was kind of telling. Um, I, I think Iguodala's. I, I don't. I want to be respectful, and I'm dead serious. Yeah. But he. You don't I, have like to I can't imagine. Like after watching, I know he's just coming back. I don't see the scenario where he helps them consistently in the playoffs if they get there. I I don't think he's like I don't think he can make a three anymore. Now I don't mean he's going to go zero for forty, but he he just doesn't. He looks a little off balance. He looks. Uh, he looks a little heavy. He looks just a. It's not like the like. You got to remember when the war. He was a Finals MVP eight you, years ago. Exactly. Whether you whether you think he should have or not, he he was a great defender. So seven oh seven. That's just your opinion. Okay. No, you're right. Andre's in his prime. He he looks he looks great. But here's the thing with Andre. They are getting exactly what they asked for. Like if it's it, 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 this the warrior, you know, no, in the right in that. the long line of cuz the fans are kind of going crazy about when's he playing? How come he's not playing more? He should be more of a factor. They need him. They signed him and he's not play, you know, almost like he doesn't want to play. I think he's been more physically incapable of playing, although he didn't he didn't take the minimum to play 50 games. He took the minimum to probably play 20. And I think he even was on record saying, right. yeah, 10 to 15 at the end of the year. You know, and then and then it's go time. So, But what I'm getting at is, Steiny, like, the Warriors knew they were getting essentially nothing out of Iguodala until March. I agree. <laughs> like, like they knew, so, so don't, 
like that's that was a conscious decision that they thought the rest of this team was good enough to carry that. And and so, you know, it's along the lines of they thought that this team was good enough to have Kaminga and Wiseman and Moody at the beginning of the year, all three be in the rotation, and all three of them got pulled from the rotation ten games in. Like they like they like add that, and I don't know whether it's Bob Myers, I don't know whether it's it's everyone, you know, working with him or the owner or a combination of all of it. I'm sure it's a combination of all of it. But the plan hasn't worked as far as how this roster was built. And it has led them down a path where I think in some ways they've been more dependent than ever when they thought they were going to be less dependent than ever on the big three. Right. And, you know, even Wiggins hasn't been what he was and, and obviously unavailable lately. Even Poole has not been what he was and, and even worse lately. But the miscalculations have essentially put the big three in a position that they can't overcome, at least in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they're running out of time. 15 games left. Let's go to Dwayne. Start off, uh, start off this segment, Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne's in Livermore. What's up? Hey guys, I just want to get your opinion on something. Uh, you know, back a few years ago when they tanked, uh, they got high picks. They picked a bunch of these young guys, and didn't that kind of force their hand to to go with that kind of a plan versus maybe going with some veterans? I mean, someone earlier called about victim of circumstances. It 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 seems to me like getting those high picks in a kind of a weird year where you're a championship one year and you tank the next. It kind of made a plan that was a gamble to go with these young guys. What do you what do you guys think? Well, I do think let's let's go through it. I don't I, mind going through well, it. They, so you lose in you lose in eighteen nineteen to sure. the Raptors. And Durant but, leaves. Right. Durant leaves. And, and then, Clay is going to be missing the entire season. And then Curry gets hurt. Correct. So you've got D and Glenn Robinson the third, and Eric yep. Pascal. And you go fifteen you go fifteen and fifty. Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris could help this Warriors team right now. No, he can't. You go I, 50, I just, so I'm sure there's twenty fans out there. So circumstances put him at fifteen and fifty. Stinks. Fifteen and fifty and get the second pick. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so they have the second pick, but it's just because of a fluke. They're still a really good team. Okay, so what are you, you going to tell me? And then the day that That's right. you're going to make the pick, Clay Thompson gets hurt and is right. going to miss the next season. Uh, th- look, to me, it's an easy answer. They thought their days of winning a championship were over. I kind of so think so, they were too. more comfortable going into a developmental mode with young players around Steph, Clay, and Draymond whenever. Because they didn't know, is Clay ever going to be the same? Well, now we know he is. Pretty close to the same, you know, close enough to the same, yeah. I guess. Steph, still an MVP level, all time great. Like, he has not declined at the level that I think they thought maybe two and a half years ago he maybe would have. Draymond, I think, too, hasn't declined at the level. Like, if you had said to me that, you know, three years ago, you know, three, four years ago, that Steph would still be as good as he is, and Draymond would still be as good as he is, and Clay would still be as good as he is off of two injuries. I, I wouldn't have believed it. So I think they thought the championship days were, were over, and then they made the picks, and then all of those guys came back with a pretty good core, veteran core around them, plus Jordan Poole. The Wiggins 
piece, and it was like, oh my God, they can still win a championship. And now you had all these other young players that you picked when you thought your, your championship days were over, and you're, and then that's where you come up with the whole two timeline thing. Well, your championship. Uh, days could have been over if you played Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody more last year. Yeah, well, it's not, but it's also not crazy. Like, no, I, say, I, get it. I say the Warriors. You know, my opinion is that the Warriors believe their championship days were over, but that's not a hard. Like, that's not a hard. Like, that's not harsh to like. If they thought that, to me, that's not a crazy take on their part. So it's harder for me to hold them accountable for, let's say, missing on players that could have, or not picking players that could have helped them better in the short term. Because well, the, the the alternative is this thing. Well, the alternative is no. We do believe in them. They will come back better than yeah, ever, and, and we and, will and trade the number two pick well for somebody who will Ty- support well, them for Tyrese Halliburton and Wendell Carter Jr. Okay. Well, that I mean, that would have been. I mean, in mm. hindsight, that would have been a great move. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it just like, could you imagine? I mean, and yeah, maybe Jordan Poole doesn't become Jordan. But, but you know, but here's the other thing: the Warriors owed nothing to Jordan Poole on the on like on the night of that draft in twenty in twenty twenty. They they owed nothing to Jordan Poole. Jordan, everybody thought Jordan Poole stunk then. Right. Like he he didn't even become. A capable bench player until the spring of 2021. It was this time two years ago when Jordan, like Jordan Poole, was like, "Oh God, this guy doesn't look like he could play in the league." On November 18th, 2020, when James Wiseman was picked, the night they clicked that. So, so at that point, all right, yeah, you get Halliburton. You don't, maybe you don't have Jordan Poole. Okay, well, you got Halliburton, who who I think could have really helped you. You know, especially last. Year. So, you know, it, there there are different things they could have they could have taken. Franz Wagner instead of Kaminga. They could. I mean, there are a lot of different things they could have done. And you know, some people may say, "Hey, Kaminga's high end. He's he's going to be Kawhi or Giannis, and and that will all look good in the end because he'll be close to a franchise player." The reality is, Franz Wagner would have helped them more last year, and Franz Wagner sure as hell would help them more this year. Right. Let's go to Richard. Richard's in Kentucky. Hey, Richard. Let's let's uh, what's going on, man? Hey, how are y'all doing, man? Good. That's good. Uh, anyways, uh, something you guys have been taking into account is that all the Western Conference teams from the 4th to the 13th seed, they've been struggling to put it together like a long win streak. So I think once Wiggins and GB2 come back, we'll be able to put together a consistent run. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate the call. Um, I think... <laughs> How many games left are they going to have to put together a consistent run? They're just going to do it in the playoffs? Maybe. Uh, I mean... That's, to, to me, it's like you're lumping eight, like that's, and that's the other thing I don't, I don't subscribe to is, well, you know, the Warriors are just like eight other teams, but the Warriors get the benefit of it. Like, oh, the Warriors are just going to, of the eight teams, the Warriors, and nobody wants to play the Warriors, so they will be the team to emerge. We don't know that. And they no, won't but it, emerge just because they won it last year. Right, but it is fair to give them more of the benefit of the doubt than, than but, you would give the Clippers or well, Dallas or Minnesota. Well, it's just for or, kicks. He said number four through 13. Um, what, depends where they, yeah, where they yeah, end up. Exactly. No, I think, I mean, yeah, for sure. It, you know, I don't, like, this is the, I get it. The Warriors, the Warriors made their run last year from the third spot. They were the number three seed. Mm-hmm. 
I think people are kind of disrespecting, not disrespecting, but I think people are glossing over how hard it will be from the six or the seven spot. That's every season. It's but not just easier every- than, But easier than it has been in a lot of years. I don't know about that. Well, we'll see how it shakes because, out. Because, for example, everybody who thinks the Warriors are better than their record, well, then there's a couple of those teams in the mix who are better than their record. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think the Clippers could make that case. I think the Lakers with the team that they right. have now could make that case because there's a different. But I also think, I think even Phoenix could make that case because now they're now they are, and they're a little bit ahead of the Warriors. But I think they're a different team now with Durant. They also like Phoenix is the complete outlier. Like Phoenix didn't have their four best players for like a month. Like none of them. Right. And they're still better than the Warriors. Like think if the Warriors didn't have Steph, Clay, Draymond, or Wiggins. All maybe five hundred. None of them. Think of the Warriors. Like think like this. Think if the Warriors didn't have Steph, Clay, Draymond, or 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 Poole, because like they they did have Michael Bridges still. So think if the Warriors had to play a month with only Wiggins among their top, like Wiggins and Looney among their top seven. When Bayama, like I mean it like that's what the Suns went through, and they're still better than the Warriors are, and now they oh, have Durant, boy. so they got a better record. Not to ramble. No, that's right. Mars. Mars is in Berkeley. What's going on, Mars? Hey, hey, fellas. Hey, I, I, I just want to go off on uh, on uh, on Draymond and beef with with Brooks, and you know they're going back and forth. I think they're both what what what's the name says they're both idi- idiots. But where do, where did you think the Memphis learned that from? They learned it from the from the Warriors, their antics, and they and the Warriors they shouldn't be doing that. They're four, they're four chips on them. They should act like like they're world champions. They don't they don't have to say that they're world champions. They are world champions, but they don't have to act that way. Especially like like uh, Curry last night. You seen the way his mannerisms were. He doesn't have to do that. Right. And you see Walter Payton doing that, or Michael Jordan acting like that. It just you know you know how he was when he was doing like he was spazzing out Curry and all you know he doesn't have to do that. Oh, I know what you're talking. He's just about. like he's unprofessional. That's just my opinion. He, I don't know. Thanks, Mars. Appreciate the call. I mean, Let's that, differentiate. Yeah, Draymond from Steph. If you feel that way, fine. But I thought that was a little weird. But to whatever. me, it's like who cares? Like you can do whatever you want. You win. The, I, you win the chips. You can do say whatever the hell you. But want. But I will say this, you know. The Warriors are 500 team, and Draymond and Dylan like it's just it doesn't what's it what's, it doesn't land like it landed when the Warriors are 60 and 20. I'm sorry, Draymond, it just doesn't. And the reality is, you're a 500 team right now, and like that's it, yeah. To me, look, we all know the Grizzlies have talked a lot. And and they they do have a, a fixation on the Warriors and and they have probably run their mouth a lot more than they should have for a team that essentially has won very little to this point. But that being said, I'm not going to give Draymond the time of day for responding the way that he did last night when you lay that gutless performance out as the Warriors did, giving up 48 in the first quarter and getting blown out with the. Grizzlies having a bunch of their starters out like like last night 
I'm choosing to ignore the back and forth last night. That was meaningless. Because it because you guys were a joke last night. The Grizzlies may be the bigger joke that may never win squat and you may be right and like like but but for last night, who cares? You guys were freaking gutless. Like that's all that matters last night. Like I don't care that you ran you oh you had a better better line than Brooks did post game. I don't care about that. Now if you had won last night, all right, I'm talking about it. And you got a little something on the Grizzlies. You give up 48 in the first quarter? You give up 48 in the first quarter? I don't give a damn what you say after the game. It's a <laughs> snooze. Yeah. Miss me with all of that. Day day. Well, and to, oh, to okay. JD's point, it seems like Draymond has always hung his hat on the fact that he wins. Like, no matter what his stat line is, he's a winner at the end of the day. And so, if you're talking about trash talking, who gets the best of who, even if Dylan Brooks shot 5 for 16, still won the game. Well, he's going to take that to the limit, though. Yeah, and because... there wasn't some great win for Dylan Brooks last night either. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, you won. Like, okay, great. Like, you still run your mouth as a collective. Right. But Draymond doesn't get a win last night either for taking a loss the way that they did. Austin's in San Jose. Hey, Austin, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Hey, listen, great to talk to you guys. Really, uh, I mean, the Dylan and um, Draymond thing is just entertainment, man. I wouldn't wouldn't take anything other than that. Entertainment. Uh, The other thing is uh, I disagree with what I think J.D. said earlier. Someone, sorry, J.D., it may not have been you, but... Talking about going back to the 2020 draft, you guys heard me before. I think that was a massive mistake. I don't buy the theory that they didn't believe that the core was going to last. I mean, to me, that 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 strikes me crazy when you're paying the kind of money to pay these guys. I mean, if you thought they were declining, why would you pay that kind of money? So I, that that sort of I don't think Joe Lacob got stupid overnight. So that doesn't that doesn't strike me right. I just think they picked that they made the wrong pick. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't foresee how the team would develop over time, right? It's fair to say that. You guys mentioned Wagner and some of these other guys that probably would have blended better with the Warriors. You talk about the Kings, and, and J.D., I know you kind of laugh at the Kings a little bit in what you say, but they've done a good job over the, over the last couple of years in terms of who they developed and brought in. So the Warriors missed, man. Let's be honest. I mean, their chance last year, but they missed in terms of bringing in new guys. That's the way I see it, so. Appreciate the call. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with any of that. And, and yeah, the, the Kings have improved. Like, why are the Kings much better than they've been? Well, because why? because they went and got an all-star in Sabonis that wasn't on their team. They drafted Keegan Murray, who wasn't on their team last year. They went and got Herter in a, in a real sweetheart deal with Atlanta looking to get off of him. They didn't have to give up much to get him. A, a protected first down the line that may turn into a couple of seconds. He's a player like, like 40% of their team's different. Right. Like that's why they're better. Like and and yeah, they get credit for that. Absolutely, they turned Halliburton into an all star, and then Halliburton became an all like that. That is kind of the quintessential work for both teams because Sabonis allowed Fox to play at a much higher level. No, I I give them all the they're they're a very well put together team, but they they are also a very different. Like they went out and it it isn't like they've been mapping this out the last four years and building it. Like they're they're actually not a young team to the tune that. Like they're young, but they're young with experienced players. Like Sabonis has been in the league. Fox even's been in the league. Harrison Barnes been in the league. Herder been in the league, even though he's a young-ish type of a player. Uh, Monk been in the league. Like they're you know they've got some guys that even though they're younger, they they're a little bit more proven on a night in night out basis. I mean, the war- look, the Warriors would love to have any number of three or four of the role players right. that that Sack has, and and unfortunately for the Warriors. 
they had an opportunity to pick a couple of those guys and chose to go in another direction. Clarence and Hercules. What's up, Clarence? They still got Hello. life. You think, How you guys doing? Doing well. You think they still have life, huh? Yeah, I believe I believe they still have a chance. Yeah, because uh, uh, once uh, we get uh, we get back um, Gary Payton and we get back um, uh, Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins. You know, we get them back in time. You know, just a, just before the playoffs. You know, give them like five games or so. Uh, for, for Wiggins to get his get back in, in game shape and be the same Wiggins that that he usually we know we know him to be, and then you have uh, Gary Payton coming back at least somewhere in there too. Uh, they'll have a better defense, and then the other players would probably. I mean, it's like you start a new season when you come to the playoffs. You know, your record is just True. everybody's zero and zero. Yeah. Okay, everybody's zero and zero. You know, and then every time the Warriors. Get, get in the playoffs. They up there. They play together. They play more with more chemistry, more uh, confidence. You know, every, everybody's clicking better. Defense is better. I, I don't, I don't count them out yet until I, I see how they look uh, once they get in the playoffs and in first round. I'll be able to really say exactly. I mean, then I'll know for sure. But until sure. then, this all they had to do is make the play, make the playoffs, make the playoffs, be at least six seed or whatever seed, make the playoffs, and then go from there. I think. All right, Clarence. There you go. All right. Here's here's what I'm. See, I well make you, at least the six seed. He said. Well, they, and, and they might not be able to. And don't 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 answer me right away here. Okay. But do, do you believe that? Like, see, I think that. I think that you can like. How do I, it's not karma. But like when I look at the Warriors this year, it's like it's just not their year. Yeah. And but but the re- the reasons are myriad. There's a myriad reasons. I think you know part of it's Myers Lakeup. Part of it's Draymond opt out. Some of it's the punch. Some of it's age. Some of it's the, like their role players aren't as good. It's it's to me it's a million different things, and it's all going to add up to them not. Winning it all, as far as you know, I'm looking at it now. Now, could it all change? Yeah, but here's the other thing: like Wiggins, you know, if Wiggins comes back and he's the same Wiggins, like I'm like he's not going to be. And you know what else? It's not only Wiggins isn't going to be the same Wiggins. The dynamic now has changed. He's been gone for ten games because of a personal slash family matter. Like. We don't even know what it is. When he comes back, I guess they can rally around him, if, if, if that's something you can rally around. But I think, you know, then you look at Peyton. Gary Peyton's played how many games this year? 15? Maybe not even. Yeah, I think it's about, it's around okay, there. 15. Yeah. He's played 15 games this year, but he's going to be the Peyton of last year? How? Like, well, and, and he didn't, I mean, it wasn't necessarily his fault, but he didn't play every playoff game last year either. Right. He played about half of them. So, like, I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm playing both sides in a way. Yeah, I allow for the fact that Peyton could come back and be himself and, and kind of change the, uh, the defensive demeanor of this team. But I can't sit here and say I think it's going to happen because I don't. 888-957-9570 is the number. We've got one more segment. We'll take the rest of your calls on the other side. Hey, enjoy craft beer and live music 
at the St. Paddy's Beer Stroll Friday, March 17th, sponsored by Hyperspace Los Altos, State of Mind Public House and Pizzeria, and Star One Credit Union. Tickets are limited. Visit downtownlosaltos.org for tickets. And it- Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Information. I was day drinking. This is Kavon Looney. Welcome back to Signing and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Uh, Take it away, Stein. Oh, I'm sorry, Kavon. Matt Simon, John Dickinson uh, today. Guru will be back Monday. Talking about the Warriors. Lost last night, 34 and 33. Big NFL news. Yeah, go ahead. Fan. Go ahead, JD. Yeah, just uh, the Bears, who have the number one pick in the draft, no longer have the number one pick in the draft. The Chicago Bears have traded the number one pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers. So the Carolina Panthers are going to pick first in the NFL draft coming up at the end of April. Multiple first round picks. It looks like the Bears receive the number nine pick. In this draft, a second, a first-round pick in 2024 as well. Is the second next year? Uh, it, it says the Bears receive it. This is per per rap sheet, and let me let me let me just get it out here. Uh, the Bears receive the number nine pick and a second. Oh. I think this year, gotcha. A first in 2024, a second in 2025, and DJ Moore. Carolina gets. The number one pick wow. in this year's draft. Oh my God! Well, C.J. Stroud. So I do like him. The Panthers are on the clock, and the Panthers are obviously going to take a quarterback. They they have their guy. Gotcha. gotcha. I I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Um, and of course, Brock Purdy. We didn't even mention this. Uh, Brock Purdy underwent surgery today, and all indications are they they found what they were hoping. To find in that elbow, which is uh, less serious than the ultimate Tommy John. So apparently he, uh, three months without throwing, and then he'll have three months to build the arm up. And in six months exactly is the San Francisco 49ers regular season opener. We've heard a lot about that that six-month timeline as far as everything is full go and he should be 100% back. Like, not only back, but like... Like can start throwing months away from that. Right. Like the he could start throwing in about three months, and so you look at that. That's in the summer. He's working his way back through training camp, but full go, all systems, six months day to day, and that and yeah, six months from today, September tenth, which is the first NFL Sunday for the 2023 season. So yeah, Niners might play Monday. They're not. They're not obviously going to play Thursday because they don't play the Chiefs next year. And the Chiefs would be in the Thursday night game. But, yeah, six months basically to the day. All right. Uh, let's uh, wrap up some calls here. Joe's in uh, San Jose. Uh, I may have to push back on Joe, but I'm, I'll, I'll listen, buddy. What do you got? <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, yeah, hey, guys. Uh, just a couple of comments. Um, 
I mean, I, I made the point to, to watch Wiseman, you know, the last five games, you know, since he, he uh, went to Detroit. All right. And three double-doubles and the best, best plus-minus on a bad team. That's, that doesn't mean that, – that means something. And I think if you ask Detroit, they for sure think Wiseman, after five games, is playing like a second pick. So, I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that, you know, he, he can, Wiseman can play in the league. Right? So that's not what Steve Kerr told us. And uh, – I, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm, I, I mean, God help the Warriors if this turns into another Robert Parrish situation. And as far as, you know, JD's comment in terms of uh, if they got Wagner or, you know, like Hal Burton, how do you know, JD, how do you know that Kerr would not have jerked him, them around like he did White mm. still doing Kaminga? Kerr's the issue here. Thanks, Joe. It's a fair question. Definitely fair. Those guys are much more playable more quickly. Like it's right. just just like Lamb and Ty Jerome. Exactly. Were I agree? Like I think it's fair to say. Like, I guess if you want to hold it against Steve Kerr for for him knowing exact, like get rid of him then if you want to develop well, players. But this also isn't Steve Kerr told us Wiseman couldn't play and True. now Wiseman can play because right. he can put up numbers on a team that's tanking. Like they are intentional like part of the reason they're playing Wiseman is because they don't want to win. Like that that's that's sure. So like he gets the free run. Like you can't you can't say that what Wiseman's doing with the Pistons he would have been doing with the Warriors, maybe of in tw- maybe in twenty twenty six, but of course not. maybe in twenty twenty five, but not on this team. But but that's what this is going to turn into, and it already kind of has, eh. which is it, it you know nasty. It's like oh, Wiseman had eighteen and eight last night. Well, well he wasn't doing that here, right? And but, that's not Steve Kerr's fault, right? But I like this is one where I definitely see both sides. It's like. James Wiseman was not going to be the difference between the Warriors winning it this year and next or next or not. I'm sorry, anybody, or next yeah, year. Does anybody think James Wiseman playing more this year would have helped the Warriors have a better record? Uh, that I don't know. But what I am saying is, it can also be very true that this move is going to really bite him no down doubt. the line. They gave up a guy that. For I mean, look at what they, they had got back. the number two pick in the draft, and they gave him up for and an injured made, bench right, player, right? And then knew the guy was injured, and still took him when they had a chance to nix the deal. Like they made, right. they basically made the deal twice, like that. Like to me, and I, I said this at the time, so it's not revisionist history. To me, that singular move should be one of the most scrutinized. And again, not even necessarily the decision to move off a of Wiseman, but to move off a of Wiseman for Peyton the second. Right. Older guy, injury prone, making a lot of money, bench player. Like, huh? Like like you like well, that like to me that is like that and all I'm saying is it should be scrutinized. Like if that doesn't work But it, here's the out you like, know they're out. Like that's a that's a Bigger joke than maybe anything they've done in the Myers Lake of era. If it if it goes a certain way, now we don't know that now though. Like that's the one thing I'll say. We don't know that because Wiseman could put up eighteen and eight for a team that wants to lose yeah, every but, game. But but it'll never change the fact that they they didn't get anything out of that number two pick. Like at this point, to me, I don't like if Wiseman averages twenty five, twelve, and six. It almost means nothing. Just like if he doesn't get a second contract. The bottom line is the Warriors had the number two pick in the draft, 
and they got virtually nothing out of it. Zero. Interesting. I don't care what Detroit may get out of it. Sure. And, and this and, is where I want to go from point A to point B. And I and and maybe a, and I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. You can't tell me the Warriors didn't trade slash give up on Wiseman in part because of Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson. They had to be. Of now, course. And I don't. I'm not saying they went in and said get rid of this guy, but but the the their championship pedigree and their championship hopes and the fact that they've been champions that cost them Wiseman. It cost them James Wiseman. Leo in Kens- Kensington. What's up, Leo? How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, so here's my take. I never understood why the Warriors organization wanted to go young. I always figured Wiseman would be traded during the, the draft night for a veteran okay. player. Same thing goes with Kuminga. You know, if you're going to commit to go young, you commit. You let them play and not trade them. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, it just made sense to draft veterans that can support Curry, Dre, and Clay. You know, can you imagine the players they could have received by trading a lottery pick on that draft night? And young felt like we were rebuilding when we have the core players that can play. Like, I don't know about you. I'm okay winning as much championship while we can with Curry. And when Curry leaves, I'm okay for Warriors to suck again. Like the Spreewell era, the Antoine Jameson, Larry Hughes, Monta Ellis era, I really felt like the Warriors should have had five championships already if we just traded those lottery picks. That's just my thing. What do you think? I, I, yeah. it's, I'm, well, I'm not here saying I have a hard time saying they have news. five already. Well, because well, that means they would have won the last two years. Right, but, but the Which point clearly is... And can you argue this? Of course you can. Trade the number two pick for what was the best deal out there at the time? What, Wendell Carter and Halliburton? Halliburton and Wendell Carter. Okay. Giving you a big who's skilled and a, a guy that would have been better than Jordan Poole pretty quickly. But I, I do think there's the, – see, i got to do this Now, again. I loved Halliburton. Like I, and I know I've, I said this. Like I'm, I'm a little different in the sense that like Halliburton went, what, 10-11? I think when it was all said and done, like a lot of teams passed on Halliburton, but for me, for me, Halliburton was like the fourth. Like I, I had Halliburton as like the fourth guy on my board, basically. Like, like I, you know, you go back through, and I'm, why am I forgetting who the, all the top picks were? It was that Edwards, year? right? Uh, it was Ball after, uh, and then Patterson. Yeah, Edwards, Ball, Patterson. No, not Patterson. Uh, the guy who went to Chicago. I get it mixed up. Peterson. With, no. Uh, no, uh, it's... Uh, oh, God. Will, uh, Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams. Williams. God, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Williams. Williams. So, yeah, no, it was it was Edwards who they weren't going to get. It was Wiseman. It was Ball. Easy. And you could quibble between Ball or Wiseman. I understood picking Wiseman over Ball, considering that the Warriors had just taken Poole and had Clay and and Steph is the the two franchise players at that point. Halliburton was the next guy on my board. Gotcha. Fourth. So that it would have made sense. And the thing that I maintain now, the more I think about it, is what really bothers the veterans and I'm a, the championship players. I think is you drafted Wiseman. You drafted Kaminga. You drafted Moody. Then you drafted 
Patrick Baldwin, Baldwin Jr. You, you you signed Ryan Rollins to a contract. Then you got young two-way players, Anthony Lamb, Ty Jerome, who are only playing because the younger guys haven't been able to play. And that's where I think the veterans have a have a have a gripe. They have a gripe and, and even if as they look at pool, they're like, we got half a roster here that's kind of unplayable. Like, we have young players that are not yet NBA players. That's what I think. And and it's not that the But big- they thought they had that too. The the front office did. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and like and I think the big three has respect for Lamb and Ty Jerome. And they're the best of those seven or eight guys. But I think Iguodala and Draymond say, and they want us to win with Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb. You, you, you bring up a great point. Because I think there's a world where if Steph and Clay and Draymond would rather have the Warriors playing... Moses Moody and Wiseman and Kaminga when they had them, all three of them, I think it would be done. Like I think I think they carry enough weight to where like part of the reason Lamb and Jerome were playing right. is because the veterans signed off on that. Oh, like, no doubt. Like if the veteran if the veteran if like if Draymond Green, for example, was like Anthony Lamb stinks, play Moody. Which is what like right. I feel like it it would ha- or if Steph felt that way and you know wouldn't make it known in maybe a an uncomfortable way but you know in a moment he could get in steve kerr's ear and say to me if that was the case it would be happening no doubt and here's the other thing i'll take it i'll take it the other the other way or or, or step further i i think the veterans are so have so much clout that even if they like they are the ones deciding those guys aren't ready yet we can't like curry and draymond and clay are saying we can't reward Moody. Now, I'm, this is a hypothetical. We can't re- reward Moody. He still doesn't. He still doesn't know how to help on the Red Series. You know, he. You know, he's still coming late to practice once every three weeks. I, I'm, of course, I'm, but whatever it right. is, it's something. And I, I'm with you there. Like that's. There's no way. Like I almost think the Warriors veterans may have convinced management Wiseman will never be any good. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, yeah, Wiseman just couldn't set the screen. He couldn't time the screen right on elevator doors. And then that's the other thing. I take one step further, and it's no. I, I should have laughed at that. Uh, and it's no. It's Come not on. a slight, but Steph, Draymond, and Clay are not easy to play with because they're so great. Like there is an intimidation factor for any young player who's conscientious. You're a young rookie, okay? You're coming into the league. You're, you mean well. And all of a sudden, you look out and you're playing with three Hall of Famers and Iguodala and Looney. I mean, that's, that's not easy. And you know what? There's another part of this, too. Like, and I, I kind of I allowed the caller to go down this road. He, he, he said, hey, who's, who are you to say that, that Halliburton, that Kerr wouldn't have not played right. Halliburton. Well, right. You know what? I think that's disrespectful to Halliburton. Maybe a little. Like Halliburton's better than Moses Moody, and he walked onto an right. NBA court better than Moses Moody, and better than Kaminga. And and Franz Wagner's a better player than Kaminga is, and has been a better player than Kaminga is from the moment he walked on an NBA floor. Will Kaminga eventually be better? Maybe, but you know what? He's not right. Like that's 
Forget that. That's disrespectful to those players who have actually done something in their young NBA careers. That's fair for you to for you to use that rebuttal, yeah. but it's also fair for me to say, yeah, we don't know. True. <laughs> Agree. Scott and Concord. What's up, Scott? How you doing, man? Hey guys, really enjoying this conversation. Thank you. you know, I wonder if, if if Peyton and the Wiseman uh, trade, all this is still solid salvageable you know I, I look at last year and i could make the case that they don't win the championship without Peyton, even though he was gone for more than half the playoffs and i'm just wondering if it's still salvageable uh, now you know and and what the rotation will look like we haven't really seen the rotation that's correct very good maybe the best rotation and in, in the front rotation at least the first five of the whole league and i just don't know if we've seen that and and my, my question is, what do you guys see? And I, you've, you've alluded to Jerome and Lamb and all this. What do you see the rotation looking like? Because uh, I'm sure it's going to get shrunk. And I think that's pro- part of the problem, that we're trying to kind of play too many guys. I think they, gotta kind of find our. I think you're right. And they, they have to play too many guys because guys have been in and out. Listen, they're, they're playing with the team right now that won't be the team if they're. No doubt. If they have. And that's why, that's why. What was the caller's name? Remember off the, I'm sorry, shoot, I usually I should remember that. But no, I think he makes a good point. And that's like to me, that's they're down to their last they're down to their last drop. And what's their last drop? Their last drop is Wiggins and Peyton come back. And then they have Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney. Poole is now the sixth man. DiVincenzo is now the seventh man. Peyton's probably eighth. Peyton's the eighth man. And then Kaminga. Maybe, yeah. Kaminga slash Jermichael Green. Slash Lamb. Exactly. And I think Kaminga's probably ahead of those other two, but but he's... He's not even a full-blown member of the road. He's like a he's the next guy, but not every game will he play a lot if he doesn't play well. Lamb may not play at all, or depending on the matchup, Jamichael Green as well. And yeah, that, so to me, that's that's the, the eight for sure are the starters with Looney, Poole, DiVincenzo, and, and GP. Kaminga's like I hate to use this term. This used to drive me crazy. Eric Musselman used to do this. Oh. Eight and a half. Your eight and a half oh. is Kaminga. No. Well. Your nine's Kaminga. You know what? I don't even care if it's Kaminga's eight or nine. Right. That's uh, fine. At this point. It, it's irrelevant. But, but You're right. that is the one thing. But Peyton, I know, is playing every game if he's healthy. Right. Kaminga, I don't. But that's the one thing where if I, you know, if I were rooting against the Warriors, I'd be like, you know, if those guys do come back and that's their eight, nine men, and they're all clicking. And they get you a know good matchup. You know what? Maybe. Yeah, like maybe. Well, that's their only hope. I exactly. Mean, the, the callers. That's what I mean. They're down to their last thing. The, they the, have to get these two guys healthy. The caller said, "Is it salvageable?" The caller asked right. the question, "Is it salvageable?" Well, maybe if those nine, including Kaminga, are all healthy and available and ready to roll, and the, and I still think they need to get a couple favorable matchups if it's going to be a deep run. Charles in South City, what's going on, Charles? Hey, Sonny, J.D., how you guys doing today? Doing well. Um, I called in earlier this week uh, with you and Guru, Sonny, yep. about the defense of the Warriors, and um, I just don't know what it is about playing on the road. Like, is it that they feel some type of pressure or something? Um, I sometimes I have to cover my eyes every time I play on the road because I just don't know how, how the game's going to go. And to be honest, we look like big, fat, 
professional choke artists out there last night. <laughs> you give up 48 points in the first quarter to Memphis, who are pretty much in the same position as us right now, even though we have our uh, face of organization. But it was either Memphis or the Warriors that needed to win last night. And it was also, it was also about who wanted it more. And the Warriors, they pretty much showed who wanted it more, and uh, they didn't want it enough. Thanks for taking my call. All right. Gutless. You don't like that term, even though you use that term, do you? you, don't, you well, don't. I don't usually mean it. I usually say oh, it I mean for it. effect. Yeah, I mean it. They were gutless last night. He's gutless. I, I think that's probably the first time in... You know, Ten I, years, well, you I, could say that. I know what I wanted to say. You know, the, everybody. You know, they're they're good at home. They're bad on the road. Why? Like that's a question that I don't ask myself because, like, you'll never really know, but you know. And what is it? <laughs> what do you? Well, I'll tell you what, what it is. I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what it is. You come out at the Chase Center for warm-ups, and the place goes crazy. And you come out for warm uh, for introductions, and the place goes crazy. And Curry's the last introduced, and they do their dance, and then they come out, and they've got the crowd behind them. And you know what happens then? The little things don't bother you as much. Because you've got 18,000 people on your side. You go on the road, <laughs> very guess what? Answer. Guess what? You got 18,000 people that don't like you. The minute something goes wrong, you have no support. You don't have a track record of being able to lean on these guys because this isn't the championship team anymore. This is not the championship team anymore that can go into another building and just feel like they're going to win. And that goes for Steph, Clay, and Dre right now. I I think the other part of it, Steiny, is the fact it, it creates more margin for error. No, number one, but I, I think when the Warriors go on the road and other teams' buildings, they still get the premium effort because it's the champs coming in, and the Warriors just can't match that. Whereas when they're home, a team that gives them that shot early, they know that it's unlikely that the opponent will be able to can keep it up for 48 minutes without them making their run. All righty, that's going to do it. Alan Styles, Whitey Gleason, next. If they weren't as old as they were and hadn't done as much as they had done and you know weren't destined for Springfield one day, I'd say, uh-oh. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.